This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.38. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sharad. It's time for Trending Today, where people are talking about not just saving up your fun for the weekends. I feel strongly about this, actually. (laughs) Um, But let's look at the original tweet because uh, Jamie Christina posted on X, uh, the best thing I've seen on TikTok is learning not to live for the weekends when you work a nine to five. Fill your week with mini things and activities to look forward to after work, according to your energy levels, of course, and boost your happiness. No more Sunday blues. Uh, She also added, this is not new information to me or a new thing. It's just something I thought I'd share to those looking to make their weekdays a little more exciting. They don't necessarily have to be big activities. Something as simple as looking forward to a package when you come home can make a difference. So I actually think this is um, something I've generally tried to do without necessarily thinking about it too much, primarily because my weekend mode and my weekday mode has become quite different. Um, On weekends, sometimes I actually just want to laze at home and do chores and and vegetate. Whereas on weekdays, I'm already out and about. I'm dressed. I'm coming to work. Um, And it's nice to have something to look forward to after after a workday. And I think this makes so much sense to me. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, uh, I think there are a lot of us who go through the workday and it's we're exhausted by the end of the day. So the question is, you know, catching a play, like something I might do, or a musical performance after work is sometimes a bit risky, right? I mean, I could go to it and then kind of fall asleep and nod off. <laughs> and, and that's not a function of my age, by the way, so don't giggle. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, you know, the, the point is... That re- got dark and harsh. <laughs> it did. It <laughs> did. <laughs> no, what I'm just saying is that I think for a lot of us, the kinds of work we do the, during the day um, does in many ways determine whether you can have sort of life after work. Um, though the kinds of things that Jamie Christina is suggesting it would include things like, I mean... Packages that arrive in the during the week or whatever. I mean, maybe these can even be just saving a movie you've been wanting to watch and watch it after work instead of saving it for the weekend, right? Um, but to be fair, Diane on on X is actually echoing you, Sharad. So Diane says, "This was literally my only goal for adult life. I was like, I refuse to let work make me miserable. I will have hobbies, activities, <laughs> but I don't have time, much less energy. All week, I'm just trying to survive." Yeah, similarly, we have uh, Jern Blinks, who says, this is a joke, right? Who has the time or energy to do anything after work? All I could manage was taking a shower, making a frozen dinner. Maybe I'll unload the dishwasher if I'm feeling real good. So I I have a thing about this. Um, I am not a social butterfly by nature. It, it's not necessarily something that makes me feel great um, or, or replenishes me, right? Um, especially because our work itself is very social. We speak a lot, we meet a lot of people. So, But I do believe in this. I, I do believe that having things to look forward to, building your hobbies into your day and not necessarily leaving them for the weekends, uh, all of that is a good thing. However, this point about tiredness is also very real. So what I do, friends, it's a very simple hack. Okay, are we ready? It's a super <laughs> simple t- hack. Pen po- pens poised. Okay, let me tell you what I do. I sleep less. Um, I, I, <laughs> I struggle so oh, much. Um, no, yeah. but truthfully, I end up sleeping. I find um, that in an attempt to do this, to read during the week, to watch movies during the week, um, to do things I love like sew during the weekdays and not necessarily leave it to the week 
weekends, I find that I sleep so little. Um, but I, you know, I, I guess I'm happy. So. Okay, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, right? So I, look, I'm not a doctor. Uh, I mean, none of us are here. But but isn't that a bad thing, though? You Com- know, well, you're, you're making thing. up for it in the play. So that's fine. <laughs> well, yes, I am. <laughs> We're one organism. And adding to the, uh, to the orchestral no, look, incidental look. music of the play. <laughs> clearly, clearly... What I'm saying is, um, is a truth of my life. It is meant slightly as a joke. I'm not actually recommending it to anybody. But, yeah. but I think that this attempt to build in joy um, or to build in this kind of, you know, happiness or expectation or to kind of bring your weekend into your weekday, for a lot of working people, all I'm saying is it comes at a cost. You know what? I Not only do I agree with you about the cost, I've actually heard other friends do exactly what you do, Lynn. And, you know, and I sometimes worry for them because but, I know they are trying to um, compensate for the day, you know. In, in yes, many exactly. Ways. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, okay, so for instance, we have disaster. Okay, that's their name, but their point <laughs> is actually a good one. Disaster says, I have a virtual knit night with a group of friends I met online every Wednesday. I work 3 to 12 and it helps me recharge to be able to show up for that last shift. I don't know where I would be without it. Um, meanwhile, we have Crystal saying, it's Monday, I just shut my work laptop and now I'm off to the theatre. Learned this a long time ago. Fill your weekdays with things to do as well. And then we have Anika saying, after I get off class and my boyfriend and his roommate get off work, the three of us game together. Sometimes I have homework, but I play things like Sea of Thieves and Baldur's Gate. I'm looking forward to it right now. So I do think that it doesn't have to be something major, right? And what's fun for you um, doesn't necessarily have to be hugely meaningful or take up too much time. Just something that gives you a little bit of joy maybe is, I mean, even if that might be making yourself a nice meal, um, if it's fun and it gives you joy, why not? What about the, the, the other person, right? The other person who does save it up all for the weekend. Mm. You know, the person that says, okay, um, you know, nose to the grindstone for, for Monday to Friday, uh, get the house chores done, you know, children, whatever it is, hus- husbands, wives, whatever it is, you do all that stuff. And then weekends become special. And then you say, well, you know, because I did this from Monday to Friday, my weekend is now my time. And then you kind of become very possessive and adamant that that time is special to you. I mean, isn't that an equally uh, sensible or reasonable model to follow? I actually think that that's a model that a lot of us learn from school days, right? Because um, when your life is less in your control, uh, as it is when you're a child, for instance, that's just the nature of it. Because you wake up early, you go to school, you come back. If you're lucky, you squeeze in a couple of hours of television. But also then there's homework and then there's revision and then you're asleep. And then the very next day, you're doing the same thing again. So actually, from a young age, a lot of us work naturally off of that model because it's what our parents would encourage school-going children to do, by and large. Um, And then the weekends become so special. That's when you get to go out. That's when you have your parents' undivided attention. You know, it's all these things. And I think that I suspect that for a lot of us, it's why the ones who choose not to do that as adults, it might come from wanting more control over your days and your time, I I feel. Oh, that's interesting. Um, It's true, right? It's it's actually... uh, uh 
it's structured playtime is what it is and it's not a bad thing i think maybe yeah, for it's some not a bad people thing. yeah for some people maybe that's just how they tick like that works for them the notion that weekdays are for work and for serious stuff weekends are for fun and i'm going to plan around that you know what's the really bleak thing though when you don't have time on your weekdays to do your chores and then you've yes. had a really hard work week this is exactly what i was going to say and then your weekends are your chore days and then it's monday yes okay, so you know you know just to come back to your earlier point about school i still call it school night so everything from sunday <laughs> night to uh, thursday night are school School nights. nights and you know and um and I te- in fact I tell friends you know I said look it's a school night can't do this can't do that uh because for me you know the it's not so much the sanctity of the work week but it's just I think I've just become so habituated to that. It's like work mode and weekend mode. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it begins because the your res- sense of responsibility begins the night before. Right? You have to be prepared for work the next day. Okay, so we want to hear from you on this as well. Which type of person are you? Are you the type that saves up your fun for the weekend or do you try to have a little bit of fun on weekdays as well? You can call 77332900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 0187898899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Before Friday materializes, BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, that was The Offspring with Come Out and Play. It is 5.51. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila, Lynn and Sherrod. We are already talking about the weekend. Uh, and we're asking you, are you the type of person who saves up your fun for the weekend? Or do you try and um, have fun in pockets throughout the week? You can call 77332900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. We're talking about this because that question has been trending on X and we have a bunch of thoughts that have come in. So Aslan says, oh, this is totally my trending thought. I do find myself refusing to let work define my weekdays and to learn to shut it off. Creativity must flow and even a little time reading is a joy. I think it's more about your discipline and mood regulating. I don't think we should leave it all to the weekend. It's not sustainable. And that's it. Uh, actually, the the creativity must flow part is so interesting because I also, Aslan, believe that um, sometimes the downtime, the joy, the having a little bit of fun is a way to have these mini recharges so that you get back into work with excitement. Um, I personally do start getting a little bit uh, unable to think and to have ideas if all I'm doing is work and work and work throughout you know, four or five days in a stretch. You know, I, I got back from Singapore the other day and it was kind of close to midnight in, in Wanutama. And suddenly I saw all, this, all these guys and because they had their names on their jerseys, I could tell they were from Myanmar. And they clearly come from a, a football game that they had. And clearly it was a post-work football game. And I wonder about that, right? So if you, especially if you work in a kind of you know, whatever kind of routine job, whether you uh, have the energy then to go and do, say, sports, because it's yeah, also sure, physically. A lot of people do sports like post-work, no? It's, yeah. it's, it's a thing that many people I know do. Um, I think also the learning to shut, uh, refusing to let work define my weekdays. And I say this as somebody who enjoys my work. Um, but I think that that helps you not resent it when you do have to work a little more. Because if you do think of work as just something that is a part of your day, but there are other things too that, that you enjoy, then it gets less um, less like a chore or less like a, like a, what's the word I'm looking for where somebody puts something on you that you did not want? 
obligation. Mm. Um, you know, less like that. We have a voice note that's come in. This is Gunavati. Hi, good evening. Taking a break in midweek, it is sometimes useful. Especially when the work is daunting, you know, when the work is overwhelming. If you have to wait until the end of the week, I think your productivity goes down. So yeah, it is good to take a break in between, in, 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 in the middle of the week, if we think work is just too overwhelming. Gunavati, thank you. Uh, uh, she follows up her voice note with a message saying, I'm a doctor in a public hospital. Da- that's daunting. It is. Mm. And I can imagine that a midweek break is much needed and much welcome. Are we describing this like a nap at this point? As in like a like a joy nap. Like a joy nap. <laughs> yeah. In other words, like a nap from your daily you know, your, your daily errands or tasks and yeah. ready for the rest of it. Yeah, you know, it's just the, the idea that having something to do that gives you joy is like taking a nap when you get tired. It just rejuvenates you and leaves you ready to tackle other things. Yeah, I think the the nap thing with the doctors only because of what we constantly read about these impossibly long uh, shifts that they have, right? So I can see why a doctor, uh, especially in the in the public service, might think of a nap or a break of that sort as being uh, a sense, you know, a kind of tactic for recovery. But that's not generally what we're talking about. We're talking about like things like hobbies and, and such, right? That's what we talk about. Yeah, but I suppose breaks can come in any form. And actually, um, Gunnar, one of the things you said that I find really interesting, if we wait till the end of the week, productivity is low. And I think um, if you think mm. about that, one way to look at it is that you, well, you're tired and then maybe Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays, you know, your productivity is actually lower. Another way to think about it is that what is the point of going into your weekend too tired to enjoy it? And that's something that I think about as well, that if you leave it all for then, right, and you're, you're getting into your weekend kind of burnt out, as it were, then you're just spending Saturday and Sunday trying to recover. It's not the same thing. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and there are many people who talk about that, that they're so tired and burnt out that all they do in the weekend is stay in and nap, right? And 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 I think that that also means that you're not having any fun at all. So I did want to read this from Stephen who says, sometimes I work over the weekend and I no longer feel Sunday or Monday blues because Monday will just feel like any other day. Stephen, that sounds like a too much work. I feel like you need to take a break at some point. And Stephen, what do you do? I'd be interested to know why your work has obliterated uh, the weekend. I do want to say though, I don't know how many employers... Um, care that you don't have a that your weekend is now uh, devoted to recovering from the work week in order that then you come back on mm. Monday and can serve them and their interests <laughs> uh, to the fullest. I mean, because I, I think in some ways that's the whole point about the weekend, right? It is there for you to recover uh, and then become a productive worker by Monday. Um, but we, of course, on this end of the equation, want to make our lives more meaningful and therefore we, we have invested in the very idea that the weekend should be more than just recovery. It should be something for self-realization. Aslan says, I'm a lawyer, by the way, so it's true. A little balance did successfully make me love my job more. By by creativity, it's my own fiction writing. That's lovely. That is very sweet. And I mean, I think that's a great example of something that doesn't necessarily need you to step out and, you know, party, but just something that gives you a little bit of joy. Well, don't look down the stepping out and partying. I'm saying (laughs) you're physically you're tired. (laughs) 
Yes, yeah, that may be. And I, and I, I actually, the thing about the creativity, and we hear it over and over again, is that a lot of us have double lives where we went to university to do something, to get a job and a profession, but they're also passions, and those passions are served by things like uh, writing or drawing or painting or, you know, pottery. Sarah says, uh, what I try to do is carve out about 25 minutes to an hour to either watch an episode of something or play a short round of card games at night. I also found that it has been uplifting and fun to intentionally think about how nice it is to have time to make a meal during the weekdays. It becomes less of a chore. But making time to have fun really does mean less sleep. So I'm hashtag Team Lin. Uh, Fun and short card game shout out. The Nasi Lemak game, less than 15 minutes around. So it's a nice pop of fun. I'm going to check out the Nasi Lemak game. Sarah, I completely agree with you that um, making the mealtime cooking on a weekday something fun to, to sort of plan for it has certainly made me help, uh, made me enjoy it a lot more. I will say, though, that that doesn't extend to the washing up. The weekday post-cooking washing up is not fun. I am team Gunavati. Is that what's doing? Yeah. yeah, because I like to sleep. And so for me, sleeping is fun. We Okay, I think we have time for this from Yong, who says, I go one step at a time if I can focus and finish work at office. I don't need to bring home and my boss doesn't disturb me. Then I can relax with my family, enjoy my hobby of gardening. That is a success already. Time with parents and family after work are so important. Life doesn't wait for us to spend time with our family and for ourselves. That's very true. And and I think, again... Um, Maybe this is a separate show, but a lot of us do go home, I think, unable to properly socialise with the people we love because we're tired. And, and that's a separate show, but it's important to say. Keep your thoughts coming. After the 6 o'clock news on Inside Story, we're going to be talking about whether racial representation is important to you in government. So keep it here, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.